the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we are serving in Wesley Chapel in Tampa and Brandon in our newest location in St. Pete along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation. We're honored to serve the listening audience of Tampa Bay's Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Let's begin with a time of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we love you. And we thank you for your love that you showed us so that we knew how to love, that we knew it was possible to love. And and so we we just thank you and praise you and honor you. And in this day, O oh Lord, let us be filled with the heart of Messiah. Let it just be a great day and each and every day to glorify you. So we bless you, thank you, and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Amen and amen and amen. Last week we spoke about speaking out and activating our faith in the political arena. And uh, today, I want to start a series on civility in the public arena and in our private lives. Because, let's face it, you and I, a number of us, are passionate. And passion is a wonderful, wonderful thing unless it is not controlled. And then any passion, even if for good things, gets out of hand because of the way we speak and because of what we do. And we can see this certainly in the political arena, right? Okay. So we're going to talk today about love. And we know that is the heart of Messiah, right? Yes. But instead of telling you all the different passages of love in Scripture, I want to talk today about practical ways you can love. I mean, 10 ways to show your love. So sometimes, even though it might seem obvious, uh, these things go right over our head because we don't focus on them. So today we're going to focus on them. Don't you agree? Yeah. Um, let me start by saying love never fails. Having said that, 
we know that it's only God's type of love that never fails. So the closer you get to his love, the closer you get to not failing. That's reasonable, okay? 1 Corinthians 13.4 says, Love is patient. And I always hate that patient is first because I never get past that one. But uh, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not brag. It is not puffed up. This is God's love. It does not behave inappropriately. It does not seek its own way. (laughs) All right. It is not provoked. It keeps no accounts of wrong. Oh, my goodness. Um, It does not rejoice over injustice, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Love never fails. Wow, that is a description of God's love. It's a supernatural love. It's the kind of love that he can pour out his love while we're still in sin and snatch us from the jaws of sin. It's the kind of love that forgives, and it's an amazing love. If you look at all these words, I I challenge you to really focus in on God's love. This short passage and challenge yourself if this is your type of love love with your spouse love with your children love with your co-workers i mean this is the kind of love that we should have for everybody and it starts with patience <laughs> and uh, yes Okay, enough said about that. Let's look at 10 things we can do, practical things that will show our love. This is in no particular order, so uh, but you might want to write these down. I think they're pretty good. Number one, listen without interrupting. Proverbs 18.13 says, He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. And I, I can picture you saying, but I was so upset I had to answer quickly. Or I already knew what they had to say, so I just came in and shortened the amount of time, you know. Or he always or she always says that. Interrupting is not respectful and a lack of respect turns into a lack of love capiche right <laughs> james 1:19 this you know my beloved brethren but everyone must be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger this is an example of love listening without interrupting Proverbs 12:15 says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. It's a little different but uh, still we're talking about listening without interrupting and certainly one of the things that hurts my heart when I listen to some of these people interviewing people they don't care for is how much they speak over somebody or interrupt and though i might agree with the interviewer's perspective on what they believe in terms of politically or whatever the fact that they are speaking over somebody 
is so disrespectful, and I just have to turn it off. I don't know if any of you feel the same way, but I just can't listen to that. Two, speak without accusing and blaming others. Okay. Matthew 7, 3 says, Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the beam in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, and look, the beam is in your own eye? Hypocrite, first take the beam out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. We cannot speak with an accusing and blaming attitude, even when we think we're right. This happens so often. You know, last week, somebody made a wrong comment and was blamed for not having grace and mercy, which is exactly what the first person also didn't have, the one who did the blaming. Look, in uh, one of my favorite scriptures, is Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught doing something wrong, you who are directed by the Spirit restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness, looking closely at yourself so you are not tempted to. Bear one another's burdens. In this way, you fulfill the Torah of Messiah, the law of Messiah. So God is saying to us, speak without accusing and blaming. And when we correct, we have to correct nicely. Ephesians 4.31 says, get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger and quarreling and slander along with all malice. Instead, be kind to one another compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Messiah also forgave you. And I think that idea of forgiving has to happen while we're in the conversation so that we will not accuse and blame. We really don't achieve that much when we do this. Number three, Answer without arguing. Proverbs 17.1 says, Better is a dry morsel and quietness with it than a house full of feasting with strife. And Romans 12.17 says, Repay no one evil for evil. I give thought to what is good in the eyes of all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live in shalom, live in peace with all people. Never take your own revenge, loved ones, but give room for God's wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says Adonai. And... So we see that we don't have to argue and we don't have to um, jump over, jump on, on top of people for their, uh, their opinions. And, and we need to live a life of peace. Do we correct? Yes, we'll talk about that at a different time. But do, do we give our opinions? Of course. But we have to do it without arguing. Matthew 5.23 says, Therefore, if you are presenting your offering upon the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering there before the altar and go. 
First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and present your offering. And finally, the last scripture in this category is 2 Corinthians five eighteen. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Messiah and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We do not have the ministry of correction. We do not have the ministry of arguing. We have the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19. That is, in Messiah, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he has entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. We are therefore ambassadors for Messiah, as though God were making his appeal through us. Oh, that is such a strong scripture to think about and meditate on. Just let it go right through you. Number four, forgive without punishing. Uh, Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Messiah forgave you, so you also must do. And Ephesians 4 says, and, and we're saying this again, get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger and quarreling and slander along with all malice. Instead, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other just as God and Messiah also forgave you. See, we are to forgive. For, we're in a constant state of forgiveness. Uh, in Luke 20, uh, I'm sorry, Luke 6, 27. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. And part of doing good is forgiving without punishing. Uh, you know, I, whenever I think of forgiveness, I think of the book Total Forgiveness written by R.T. Kendall. And he gives these steps in totally forgiving others. And once you go over these steps, if you buy into this, you realize that there are many people you haven't forgiven. Number one, make the deliberate and irrevocable choice not to tell anybody what they did. <laughs> oh, gosh. Forgiveness means you don't talk about it with anybody else. What are you going to do? I think you need to ask forgive for forgiveness, right? <laughs> Number two, be pleasant to them so that you should, uh, should you be around them. Yeah, well, that's obvious. Number three, if conversation ensues, say that which would set them free from guilt. Oh, my goodness, right? Number four, let them feel good about themselves. Number five, protect them from their greatest fear number six keep it up today tomorrow and the next day and forever and number seven pray for them and i'm going to add one to his and that is when you are walking and seeing that person if there is anything that you do differently like Get walk in a different direction so you don't have to say hello to them or anything that changes your behavior, then you know that you have not forgiven that person and you are just saying that this is the way they are and you don't want to be around them. And that's unforgiveness. Number five, share without pretending. Uh, you know... Ephesians 4.15 says, But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Messiah. 
look, we need to be honest with people, but we need to show love. We need to not pretend. You know, God wants us to be honest in our love. He wants us to be honest in our caring. Okay. Number six, enjoy without complaining. All right? So enjoy the person and don't complain. Just enjoy them. Love, when we talk about loving somebody, oftentimes we protect ourselves, so we turn off and we don't enjoy them. So it says in Philippians 2, 14, do all things without complaining and disputing and and do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you might be blameless and innocent children of God in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Let in Ephesians 4:29 let no harmful word come out of your mouth but only what is beneficial for building others up according to the needs so that it gives grace to those who hear it. You want to be a, a dispenser of grace and mercy and that and and so as you enjoy people as you enjoy people they will feel that. James 5.8, you also be patient, strengthen your heart, because the coming of the Lord is near. Do not grumble uh, against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. We are to just enjoy people. Look, even their idiosyncrasies, don't complain about them, don't label them, just enjoy people. 7. Trust without wavering. Corinthians 13.7. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. And we have to learn. We really, it, it is so important for us to trust people without wavering. Now, you can say, well, the last time I trusted them, they did such and such, and so I can't trust them anymore. You know, if you stop trusting people, you've stopped loving them. Would you agree to that? If you've stopped trusting them, then you're really not loving them. So does that mean you might get hurt? Does that mean something might not get done um, because you've trusted and again they've failed you? Yes. How many times are they allowed to fail you? I don't know. How much? How many times are you supposed to forgive and love? We are to show love. In fact, oftentimes when we can show love, people will rise up to the occasion. They're just not used to being encouraged. And they're so down on their selves. So when we, when we love, we have to trust. We have to trust. Can you imagine saying that you love God without trusting God? So we've got to, and, and, you know, sometimes you don't get answers to prayer, right? But, uh, but we are to trust and love God. We're to trust and love people. Number eight, give without sparing. In other words, don't spare your love. Don't spare what you're giving. Um, it, it says in Proverbs twenty one twenty six, all day long he is craving while the righteous gives and does not hold back. If you are loving, if you are righteous, you will not hold back. 
And that's very hard because some people are going to tire you out. (laughs) But God says that you are to give and not spare what you're giving. You are not to hold back. You're not to get tired of doing good. So we are to be givers constantly, giving, giving, giving. And yes, it gets tiring sometimes, but but that's the job that God has given us. Number nine, we need to pray without ceasing. Colossians 1.9 says, For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Well, you know, this has a lot to do with trust as well. We are to pray without ceasing. This has to do with faith. It has to do with believing. Look, um, I believe God answers prayers. He doesn't always answer them in the way we want them and, and, and in the time we want them, but we, we, we don't have a choice. If we are to follow God, we are to pray without ceasing. Look, I, I look around at our country and I say, oh my goodness, Lord, what is going on here? And then I, I pray almost every day, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek uh, your face and turn from their evil ways, then you will hear from heaven, forgive our sin and heal our land. And, and I pray that with expectation that God is going to heal our land day after day after day. I am praying this. And day after day after day, I'm seeing things getting worse. And, and that's not the issue. The issue is just like Abraham. He looked at his body and he said, well, okay, I mean, I don't get it, but this is what God said, and I'm going to trust in him. And God uh, saw that as righteousness. If you want to be righteous in the sight of God, pray without ceasing in faith, in faith. And when you do this, this is going to, uh, in, in, in some ways, it just encourages us that we are strong enough to keep lifting up things in faith, believing in God, showing who we are in Messiah. And number 10, promise without forgetting. If you promise something, your love means you're not going to forget to do what you promised. Proverbs 13.12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And we want to be not only accountable, but we want to be committed. We want people to be able to count on us. And so this is the other side of the coin, so to speak. When we show love, we show enough um, motivation to not forget an appointment, to not forget something that we have promised to do. We are not going to forget because we are showing love. Now, maybe some of you don't connect love and, and promise without forgetting, but I really believe it is a key. 
people lose heart in us when we promise something and then we say we forgot. So let's show love by sticking to what we say and being, um, you know, dependable, being dependable. Well, listen, we are out of time today, but I'm asking you to email me questions and ideas and whatever at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Also, you can call at 813-831-5673 if you would like to uh, pledge a monthly gift that we'd really appreciate it, a one-time gift, so that we can stay on the air. Either one would be terrific. So let's close with a word of prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.